Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is November 14th. This is episode 21. We are 21 years old. My name is Dan Curry. Take a drink. Take a drink. We're 21. 21! Uh, <laughs> I'm joined here in studio with beers in hand since we're finally a legal age yes. uh, with uh, Clinton Brower. What's up, Clinton? Not a whole lot. Having a good day, all that good stuff. Yeah, I've had an all right day. Sorry, my mic was turned down there. I just cracked it up a little bit. Uh, no, I've had a fairly, fairly good day. Went and got some uh, burritos. Had a big yes. old Dos Equis. Now I'm drinking a little bit of uh, Delirium Tremaine. Nice. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Nice, nice. And that other voice you hear is Neil Brower from New York City. How are you, Neil? I am done with a very stressful day of work and ready to talk about video games and drink like I'm 21 again. <laughs> we are finally there. Oh, excuse me. I also had a large burrito with Clinton. <laughs> so I might be struggling because I don't know self-control. <laughs> about halfway through the burrito, I thought I should quit. And then I didn't have another thought until I was done with the burrito. <laughs> That but just means great. you are an American. Yes, yep. <laughs> Excuse me. There's going to be a lot of those noises on this one, I, I think. I apologize. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, before we get started, check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can subscribe and comment on iTunes or other you know, yeah, things. Give us a like, give yep. us a share. Tell your friends that you, you have a couple dudes that you listen to get drunk. <laughs> Talk about games. And if you have more to say to us, you can always email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. So last week, we didn't really get to get good into this because we were talking about Extra Life, but what have you guys been playing, Clinton? Uh, the standard Overwatch. Mm-hmm. I, I guess we should all talk about Overwatch right now. <laughs> yeah, I Neil and I got on Overwatch on, what day was that, Neil? Saturday? Sunday? Saturday? I don't know. One of those days. It was a day. Uh, yeah. No, it might have been Monday even because... Maybe not. I don't know. I had Monday off. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you did, Neil. But nope. anyways, got on Neil. Or got on Neil. Got on Overwatch. <laughs> We're not that drunk, Clinton. <laughs> got on Overwatch at like four o'clock. Yeah. Played it till midnight. Nice. Um, got got a few hours in on it. Yeah. This we was before the new character. Yeah. Yeah, she came out yesterday. Yeah. So I like her a lot. I think she's a lot of fun to play. I'm not great at her, but I actually started doing a little bit better. Yeah, I have played. Two games, Excuse three me. games as her. Mm-hmm. Not my cup of tea, but yeah, because we none of us really do a lot of DPS. Uh, I we... rock, I rock a def- decent Doomfist at least for our level of competition nowadays. And I'm excited to make her my my rotating DPS character. She's I always like. Uh, I attribute it to like I forget if they're Winchesters or Remingtons. But in the yeah. first, whenever that gun is available in a game, I think of it mainly in the first Red Dead Redemption. It's always my favorite gun. And that's basically what she has. I think basically, like, she's going to be the go-to, like, as opposed to Soldier when the other team has a Farah now. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. like people are just going to pull her out instead. Because she shoots a little faster than Widow, does a little more damage, I think, than Soldier, like, just with those direct hits. Yeah, and she, if she's shooting quickly, mm-hmm. she does the same amount of damage every shot whereas widow you have to like charge it up right yeah and you don't have to deal with the burst fire of a soldier right yeah yeah Yeah. she's great her dynamite i think she's she's pretty strong but it's always tough to tell when a character first comes out because we don't know how to counter her 
or like what exactly she's good at, but her dynamite's super strong. Yeah, everyone just stands on it. Yeah, no, no well, one, at least I do. No one's aware of it. Yeah, it does make that, like a little ringing sound like if a you're within. Hissing, hissing sound <laughs> too. <laughs> We're all struggling today. Um, yeah, it makes a hissing sound, but then it like has like a ringing. Like if a, you're in within, clock. yeah, if you're within the yeah. um, area where I'll hit you. Um, yeah, it, she's a lot of fun, and her ultimate is just insane. I feel like they should switch that. I feel like the ringing should be out farther, and the hissing should be if you're in range. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I have to like look more. I just it, that's just kind of what I noticed. I'm not. I don't yeah. have that confirmed. But yeah, her ultimate, when she brings in Bob, is so good, and it might not be as good like in a real game because when we were playing, we were playing just fifteen. Yeah, ashes. we were playing no limits and or twelve ashes. Yeah. So like everybody could bring in a bob, and it was pretty getting pretty chaotic. I and for the other ooh, you, speaking of chaotic. Hey, hey, we made a we made a deal when we signed we up did. for this episode. Every time you hear a siren, drink. Hey, everybody, we're twenty one. Also, what did we decide last night, Neil? If Dan interrupts you, drink. If Dan interrupts me, drink. <laughs> which he which he just did. <laughs> yep. Yep. Always do. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, we played a couple quick play matches, so not no limits when everybody is Ash. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still found Bob to be very effective. Obviously, it's just putting another character on the map. So if you solo alt, you're the only person from your team there, and their entire team is you know pushing a payload, holding a point. Bob's gonna get melted. Mm-hmm. But if you throw it, even like it'll even out a battle. If you're fighting three v four and you throw a Bob out there, he's a nuisance. Yeah, and, and he's honestly, strong. Honestly, I think he's too strong. I think they're going to either nerf his damage or nerf his health. I I would rather them bring down his damage and make him s- still a presence to deal with. Um, I don't we'll think he's that bad. I don't think he's that bad because, like, I, like I, I'm not sure because some ultimates are just really strong. He takes a long time to charge up, too. And that's yeah, the thing. he does it take a long, long time to charge. a long time to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because, like, I mean, think about D.Va. She can insta-kill people with hers. Like, it's, you know, you can get away from Bob. He doesn't, like, chase you or anything like that. He kind of stays where you put him. Yeah, the yeah. problem if is you... he, he locks on to someone, you know. It's mm-hmm. probably the closest ooh, closest person to him. Um, I had a burrito today, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and if you're a squishy, if you're a DPS or a healer, you are you can't expect to be around for long. He does. He'll get you in four or five shots. Yeah, he's strong. Yeah, it's just that auto aim kind of thing. It's kind of like a turret. Yeah. In a way. Turrets always wreck me. Mm-hmm. I can never figure out what's hitting me. <laughs> and yeah. then by the time you do, you're dead. <laughs> yeah. But it is cool. Like, I noticed, like, I think Ana's pretty good against Ash um, because you can, well, obviously you're healing because, like, that, that, uh, dynamite will do damage over time. So it's nice to have someone that can heal it as people are getting burned. Also, because Bob is another character. You can do to him what you do to every other character. So you can sleep him, and he's only around for like twelve seconds. So yes. if you sleep him for like half the time, yeah, more like than that's half. strong because he's around twelve seconds, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty strong to be able to sleep Bob. Like I think the people will start using Anna against her. Yeah. You can way. also power up a Bob. You, you can. can also power up a Bob. Yep, you can power up a Bob. You can heal a Bob. You can anti-heal him. You can everything. So. Sounds like a weird toy. Heal up a bob. <laughs> you got a bob? <laughs> Heal a bob. Shoot a bob. Sleep a bob. <laughs> Power up a bob. <laughs> yeah. So, any uh, last thoughts on Overwatch before we go our separate ways in other games we've been playing? Good. I'm glad for some of the buffs. Some of them I'm oh, not yeah. 
I, we didn't talk about the other characters. Fan about. Yeah, I don't think Reaper needed to be buffed. He was so such a problem to begin with. But I'm a main tank player, and yeah. he's always going to be an issue with me. Yeah. He's but yeah, beyond problem. that, I think Hog feels really good. Roadhog feels really good now. Yeah. Also, Dan, you're an off-tank player. Well, no, I play Reinhardt. Yeah, but you mainly play Winston or uh, Wrecking Ball or... That's true. Right. I've been yeah. playing mostly Reinhardt this season, on, but that's kind of new, I guess. So, But I've been having a lot of fun with him. But yeah, beyond Overwatch, I've been playing uh, a little bit of Red Dead here and there when I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Why did you fall off, dude? Both you and Courtney said you kind of fell off at the same point. Yeah, I don't know. It's... It, it's good, and the story, even like right up to when I stopped, the story was like super cool, and some of the mm-hmm. coolest things I've done yet were happening, like lighting a plantation home, like a big plantation manor, mm-hmm. on fire, and just like that's fucking cool. Uh, sorry for spoilers there, <laughs> if any of you care. I mean, yeah. it's not a huge spoiler, but uh. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of really cool things that have been going on, and like, there's intriguing, like, good hooks that are in the story and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think Courtney was kind of saying this, but there's like this weird fear of missing out on like side missions and stuff. Like, if I keep playing the story, what am I going to miss out on these side missions? Because mm-hmm. there's already some that I know I missed because like there were people that are like, hey, Arthur, come help me with this thing. And then I did a story mission, and then like that option was gone. Right. And so I was like trying to do secondary missions and did a bunch of those and they're not as interesting or kind of as fun. They're just go shoot them, go do your puppeteering as Arthur. Cause Arthur mm-hmm. is still horrible to control. Right. Especially if you play a different game and then come back to it. it right. It's like you have to relearn the whole thing again. Cause right. it's so just asinine and like weird. I don't know. I've not enjoyed how that game's controlled, and it's yeah. really hampered my like enjoyability yeah. of it. I don't still know. Still, still a nine point five out of ten, Clinton. No, I didn't give it a nine point five. I gave it an eight earlier. Yeah. Oh, okay. And I would say, if anything, it's lower than that now because it's kind of bogged down on you. Yeah, I mean, it's just it controls so poorly. Uh, there's no like getting around it. Like, there's just weird like animations that take too long. Right. There's like how he just walks sometimes I was like what are you like that's not even close to what i was like pushing like why are you like taking three steps sideways when i'm saying go forward right and just the whole interaction menu is not good and there's so many like weird things of like backing out of menus you push the b button on xbox you push the b button but if you want to like get out of dialogue you push the square or the uh x, x. button like uh-huh. Why aren't they the same button? Yeah, that's kind of strange. But I don't know. There's a lot of things about it that are not great, and it's just kind of hampered the experience. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Courtney's like, because she started playing Overwatch. We got her into that. And, like, she'll be playing Red Dead, and I'll look over, she'll just be, like, in Overwatch. And she's just kind of like, I don't know. This is kind of just more exciting right now. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. I'm excited to play more of the game. I'm going to wait. A while because I've yeah, got some other stuff I'm playing. Like I but. said, it's an amazing game. It's it's a feat in like in what they've done. And mm-hmm. the art is the art style's great. I mean, I don't think the art style's going to age very well. I think we right. talked about this before, right? But, uh, which is a good segue into what else I've been playing. Uh, but I started playing Crackdown the original yesterday. One. Yeah, the original Crackdown. But they've updated 
it and enhanced it. I don't know what you want to say for the Xbox One, and it looks fucking great. It's, I mean, it's a cell shaded game, right? So it's gonna have that kind of artsy style that kind of allows it to look good, right? Throughout, but I mean, they've, I don't know if they put HD textures in or kind of what, but the lines are all like super crisp and everything like looks really nice in that game. Hmm. It doesn't look like a 360 game. It looks right. like a kind of, and I mean, there's not looking around. You can tell it's not like a recent game because so much of the world is just kind of like flat, mm-hmm. kind of empty. Just like here's the texture for walls, and right? Here, like here it is. There's no like kind of uh, small bits to it, and like here's a rock, and like. Another one, twenty yards down the <laughs> path, like another one, because they could just couldn't put enough right uh, texture or not textures, but like things in the world that the thing could still run. But there's a lot of like pop in and things like that. Cars you'd be driving down the highway, and like the cars that you can see will appear, and they'll be just like squares. And then as you get, <laughs> as you get closer, it has like three more details and as you get closer it's got three more and then like oh now it looks like a car that's what, and you were Not saying it, you drawing. were saying it controlled better than red dead oh yeah <laughs> it's so much easier it's so much more fun like i've just like ran around and jumped on buildings and right punch guys and stuff and like it doesn't control great like mm. punching people and things can be frustrating like and at, at times he'll just jump the wrong way and he'll fall three miles down to the city floor and die right. or whatever, but and I'm sure you guys heard me like, no, 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 no. <laughs> While yeah. I was playing. Yeah, la- last night I heard a lot of, yep, make it, make it, make it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I've really been enjoying it. It's exactly what I remember it being, which right. really kind of like made me happy because I remember that game very fondly and it's lived up to my nostalgia. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I remember um, you know the what? game being very fun. I'm, I'm oh. glad. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I might. I might take a detour into it as well. Yeah, I mean, grab it at least because it's, it's free, free right, right now. now. Yeah. You can download it and buy it for free. So also, yeah, just a little tip: uh, Crackdown's free right now, and I think PUBG is still free right now for Xbox users. For Xbox users, yeah. Um, yeah, just if you want to grab those games while they're free, they're not like a games with gold situation. Yeah. They're just free right now. Uh, I. Downloaded an idle game on my phone and thought my phone was gonna catch on fire, so I uninstalled it. <laughs> uh, but really, other than that, I think I don't know. There's probably something else. I always miss my games. Just pop around games, but yeah, no, Crackdown's good. It's better, not better than I remember, but it's exactly what I remember. And nice, and and that is a feat in itself. Yeah. It uh, what have you been playing over there, Neil? I have. Well, I have a. Let's do the quick note. I think we kind of. We may have may have briefly said it on the podcast when Courtney was here. I don't remember. I think we kind of hinted at it. Yeah, but, we did. Well, I beat Mario Odyssey. A round of applause for me again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know uh, if you had beaten it at that time, but I think I said something about it. But anyways, still a great game. It's don't expect a challenge, but play it if you haven't. They mm-hmm. do a lot of fun things, and it's just it's just Mario. It's just fun. It's yeah. a good um, good yeah Mario romp. Other than that, I've been doing my second playthrough of Zelda Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild, and it is still fantastic. I'm excited uh, for a second playthrough eventually. I have I've beaten three of the Divine Beasts, trying to get the Master Sword. But before I go to Ganon, I'm gonna try to get all the shrines because that was the one thing I didn't do the first time around. I was just like, I think I could beat him, and you can. He's not hard. Oh yeah, no. 
You could beat him without doing any of the divine beasts. Pretty yeah. Easy. It's it's harder to get to him than it is to fight him. Yeah, um, yeah. If you know but, his counters and stuff, it's super easy. But again, for those people who don't know, I love puzzle games, and I've just I've already found some shrines that I missed the first time around, and they're just I just love them. They're so fun, and they're all even if they're easy, they do make you think in different ways, and I like that a lot. That game, I beat every shrine in that game. And do you have the DLC, Clint? Uh-huh. Did yeah. you do the DLC shrines? Mm-hmm. Yep. The final, like the DLC Divine Beast, is easily the best thing in that game. It's nice. so good. It's so the final boss fight, way better than the Ganon fight. Nice. It's like one of the few things in that game that actually like took me a few tries to like beat it. I think I'm gonna get next time I play. I'm gonna get the DLC, and I'm gonna I'll probably do the Divine Beast and stuff. But I want to do so much stuff. Like I want to look for certain horses, and I wanna. Oh yeah, do I with got the dragons the... in the sky and all that stuff. You didn't do with the dragons? I did the dragons. No, I didn't touch the dragons at all. I did so much with the dragons. I was just like shooting shooting horns off them and selling them and stuff to get money. <laughs> I play that game a lot though. Yeah, yeah. I played I like kind of sped not I didn't speed run it, but I just kind of did mostly main story. If you guys want to know what speedrunning is, check out our sixth episode about speedrunning. <laughs> it's I called Gotta and, Go uh, Fast. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just went and found the the Royal White Stallion. Yeah, pretty cool. nice. That's I think that's one of the side missions. One of the it is. There's yeah. Have you found the giant? It's a horse. I haven't. I I heard about him, but I you can't actually tame him, can you? The giant horse you can. The skeleton horses you can't. Okay, cool. No, I see. I didn't even know there yet. were skeleton horses. Like that's why I want to go back and play you the game. Play right did you go no. into any of the mazes? Yes, I did two of the mazes. Okay, because there's a skeleton horse right outside one of. The, I guess you have to go at night though. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. think I don't know if I did any of the mazes. The mazes are fucking cool. They are fun. They are. I love mazes. Uh, um, but yeah, that's me. That's what I've been playing. Yeah, like my game was like forty-two hours. I think is how long it took yeah. me to beat it. Like one of the mazes was the other thing that I was thinking of when I said not much gave me trouble. There's a giant room under one of the mazes full of spider, spider, spider shooter laser mans. Yeah, hmm. I don't know if I Gar- did that one. And that guardians. Yes. Yeah. Very, very terrifying. <laughs> when you fall into this giant open room and about thirty laser beams attach onto you, <laughs> you're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah. Maybe I did do that one. That sounds familiar, but I don't know. Um, I played. Uh, this is the games of gold right now. Battlefield One. I played through the whole campaign, which was great. A lot of fun. I, yeah, that was the other game I was thinking of. I played probably an hour of it. Mm-hmm. When you were playing, I think I don't know, and I yeah. played it a little bit before and just never even got through the first level. But well, the first level you're supposed to die. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know, but like I didn't even like get that far the first time I played it. Gotcha. Uh, but I am not good at shooters. <laughs> I li- I like the game a lot. It didn't give me too much of a tr- too much trouble to like. There's like five stories. It's not one through line. Yeah, like you do all these stories of these different soldiers. In the fifth one, I struggled at the last level. Um. Excuse me. But I like the game a lot and like I like that it tells a story and it's not just like glorifying war. Like it really talks a lot about how terrible it was and how sad it like it's a pretty sad game. Like there's some sad stuff and um Yeah, every time you die it like puts a like birthday yeah, and yeah, death date. Like, and yeah, and it's 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 really good. I enjoyed it. Um and then I did the a little bit of multiplayer and I was like, Oh, this is this is fun. It's just kinda wild everybody playing there's so many people playing at the same time and i was okay at it um but it's kind of strange because it's like 
you don't feel like it's not like Overwatch where there's only six of you on each side and you're like, oh, I'm crushing it or I'm not doing great. Like you're just kind of like, I don't really know how everybody's doing like as this unit, but yeah. I mean that's probably how war is. In <laughs> how are we doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah, but I like, uh, I killed four people. Like, <laughs> what's everyone else been up to? Oh, Jimmy's dead. Kenny's dead. Like, but um, I ended up being like a squad commander in some of them. And it's like where you look because it's like squads of five and you get to give out the orders of where to attack and stuff. And people get extra like XP and stuff and points if they do what you say. So like that was kind of fun to be like, OK, everyone's attacking this. Let's try to like attack the back one. And that was pretty cool. And I like just the feel of the guns and stuff in that game are yeah. really cool. Um, other than that, I played Fallout 76. We played the last beta session last Thursday. And I played a little bit today on release um, and I still like it. It's still good. <laughs> I had a fun interaction where someone tried to attack me when I was sitting right next to a bunch of my turrets. <laughs> and it started lighting them up, and it was good. And then he shot one of my turrets down and became wanted, and I killed him. <laughs> he got his money. Um, but that game's so fun, and it just kind of bums me out. Like, there's this whole thing about there's just so much hatred toward that game, and it's just by so many people who haven't played it. Like, if you play the game, you're like, oh, no, I didn't care for it. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, there's so many people that are just mad that it's not, that they made that game and not the next Elder Scrolls or Fallout 5 yeah. or whatever. And it's, like, yeah, I mean, so Fallout stupid. Fallout 4 just came out. Like, yeah. And it's, if you play it, it's obviously just Fallout 4 retooled to be a... And that's why people are like, this shouldn't be $60. I'm like, the game is huge. Yeah, like, I mean, there's a whole shit ton of stuff in it. Yeah, like, like, It's like a second Fallout 4. It's yeah. like a... And they just full... mean, I, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. It yeah. shouldn't be $60. People are like brigading yeah. Metacritic and giving it zeros and like a lot of people are like copying and pasting the same thing over and over to give it zeros. It's like, what is the deal? Like, that's the thing I hate about video game players. It's like, yeah. Then don't get it. Like, why are you so mad that the game exists? I was gonna say, let's take a moment to to tell our listeners that we are not those video gamers, and mm-hmm. nor should they be, because we are the worst culture. Oh, so <laughs> entitled, bad. so vindictive. Yeah. It's insane. So like, sexist. Like, I like going to the Fallout seventy six subreddit because it's people that like it. But every once in a while, someone sneaks in. Everyone's like, just leave the subreddit. Like, everyone's here to talk about the game. And, like, there's definitely criticism of the game. Like, people are like, hey, this should be fixed, that should be fixed. And people give suggestions, and Bethesda responds, and they've responded to some stuff saying, hey, we're going to fix that, we'll think about this. And it's just, like, insanity that people can get so mad. Like, there are legitimately bad games in the world. I'm making you guys play one of the worst games of all time, which, by the way, don't forget, you got to play Toro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I totally do. But, like, no one's mad that game exists. Like... It's just so silly. It's because it's Fallout and it's so well known. But. It's because it, it's because of it, it. It's a developer that's had ex, extended yeah. success for years. Yeah, there's lineage it, to it and yeah. stuff that people feel like they're falling away from. But it's just hey guys, so silly. Guys, guys, guys. What? Twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice release on that. Right, I, right. I, I lost another cap. <laughs> But I really enjoy the game. If you like Fallout, then I think that you'll like this game. Like, I just don't, I don't see how it's too much different than other ones. No, yeah, especially if you like Fallout Four. Yeah, because like I said, it is Fallout Four, but it is like Dan said, a whole new world, a new game. There's yeah. nothing story wise that's rehashed yeah. in 
uh, Fallout 76. The other thing I hate when people are like, there's no NPCs. I'm like, there's no human NPCs. There's, there's plenty there's of robots. There's, there's robots. There's dead humans. Super mutants. Like, yeah. There's a traveling super mutant trader. Like, that's an NPC. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's silly. But, but, uh, we like to complain as a culture and especially just as a people in general. Yeah. I but, think just, I think just that's more people in general. Yeah. That's why I said people just, in general. Okay. I thought you meant like, I can't remember. Um, because I was a big Hearthstone fan. Um, there was a podcast where they, they had given out free cards. I can't remember what it was. But people on the subreddit were complaining that they weren't a different card. Like, they were complaining that the card wasn't good enough or something like that. And so they were talking about it on the, the Angry Chicken, which is a great podcast if you're into Hearthstone. And someone was saying, someone at Blizzard said that they could mail them, like, free golden, like, something to do with World of Warcraft. They could, e- like, email in the code for one of the best items of Warcraft, and people would still find a reason to get mad about it. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. But, all right, I'm sure I'll talk more about Fallout 76 as I get deeper into it. But, uh, Neil, why don't you take it away with your gaming history? Okay, so, for today's history that Neil cares about, November 12th, 2007. <laughs> Can we, all right, I'm going to start calling it, let's call it that. Here's Neil's history he cares about. I mean, yeah, I mean, we're obviously a very Xbox and Nintendo-centric podcast. Mm-hmm. If I see if I see a groundbreaking PlayStation title, I'll throw it out there. But if it is at any way, in any way anime-based, it's not going to get... Like, Final Fantasy doesn't even get a call-out for me. It's just oh, not. It's not my bag. Uh, anyways, so, November 12, 2007. I think we actually, just a week or two ago, said the sequel to this. Nintendo released Super Mario Galaxy, which was the first one with him on the 3D planets. Like yeah, game. we did it for the Halloween cast. All the way. We did it for the Halloween episode, because Courtney said, was talking about it. Mm-hmm. Before we get too far, I just want to bring this up. that The voice actor for Ash, Jennifer Hale, mm-hmm. she plays Sheena Fubayashi in Tales of Symphonia. One of my favorite games. Oh, interesting. Call back to our first episode. If you go listen to it, it's called High Fives. Um, <laughs> How do you remember all this? <laughs> Tales of Symphonia is one of my top five games. So, yeah. Ash hey. is Ash's Sheena. <laughs> nice. I never played Super Mario Galaxy all the way through, but I enjoyed playing it for a little while. while I, and I was like, I want Super Mario Odyssey. And then I bought Super Mario Odyssey and played it instead of that. Yeah, uh, the whole, it definitely went, it had its own shtick with the Mm -hmm. 3D planets and stuff, and eventually that lost me when I I was playing through it. But it was a cool idea, Uh, and again, Mario games are just easy for our age. Yeah, a lot of people really liked that game too. I mean, it had, it was like one of the first ones that had like... And it had a direct sequel. Yeah, yeah, and it was like one of the ones that had cooperative multiplayer, but where the multiplayer is kind of just like... Yeah. Here, here, little brother, have a controller. Yeah. You get to shoot these bits at the things on the screen. Like, yeah. Which is an interesting, like, idea. Some, like, people, some people called it uh, uh, girlfriend mode or or kid mode. Like girlfriend mode, mode is sexist. <laughs> this is what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> uh, but kind of similar things made it into... Uh, the Odyssey, where a second player can control Cappy. Right, yep. So you can't really do a whole bunch, but you get to... Feel like you're part of the team. Get to be a Frisbee. <laughs> and then, on November 15th, 
2001, Microsoft released Halo. Changed my, my life. Yeah. Well, it's Halo Combat Evolved. Okay, well, they didn't put that in there, and only <laughs> Halo colon Combat Evolved. Not full stop. Not full stop. <laughs> yeah. Close but uh, if you haven't played Halo, stop listening to this podcast and go think about what you've done. You sounded like Jeff Foxworthy right now, right then. If you... You, <laughs> <laughs> you might be a gamer if... <laughs> but anyways, seriously, like a, a watershed moment in my video game career. And a lot of, and like kind of in gaming in general, it was... Absolutely, it yes. was... Combat Truly evolved. Evolved combat. Yep. <laughs> then moving on to 2005, EA released the only racing games I really like Need for Speed Most Wanted. I think well, I've said like- this before. Uh, Forza is probably the first racing game I've played where cops aren't chasing me. I need cops. You need cops. I can't, be, I can't just be racing other people, there needs to be a pursuit involved. Used to go to the, I just sorry. I almost said I used to go to the farm next door, which would have been true. But then I realized how ridiculous that sounded, and so I tried to course correct to house, and it just didn't happen. But I used to go to the farm next door when I was growing up, and they had a PlayStation. We would play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Hmm. Which okay. brings me to November sixteenth, two thousand ten. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. <laughs> Just a day off from each other. I think Most Wanted was the sequel to Hot Pursuit. Uh, both games where your street racers running from the cops at times. You mean and Hot Pursuit was this the sequel to Most Wanted? Nope. Flip. Wait. I think Hot Pursuit was the first one. Well, that doesn't make sense according to this. Maybe the site is messed up. I, mean, I could be wrong, too, then. No, I think we're wrong. 2005 was Need for Speed Most Wanted. 2010 mm-hmm. was Hot Pursuit. Uh. Which makes sense. Most most wanted sounds like a more I, I feel like you'd come up with most wanted before you'd come up with hot what, pursuit what was, what was the year of hot pursuit 2010 uh, 2010 so most wanted was the one i went next door to play mm-hmm. yeah five how well do you remember that farm clinton it's still there i can probably draw you a map of it actually <laughs> that's where i first time i got bucked off of horses at that farm First time I got bucked off. Not the last time either. (laughs) You lived a very different life than me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) November 17th, 2003, Nintendo releases Mario Kart Double Dash for the GameCube. That's one I never really played. It was fantastic. People talk about it a lot. Did you ever play that one, Quinn? I didn't hear what you said. Double Dash? Oh, yes. I did. I played that a bunch, actually. My roommate in college was obsessed with it. My yeah. second roommate in college. I, a lot of people use that for us. It's kind of like how they use uh, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Melee for the cube as mm-hmm. kind of like their ideal, uh, as their ideal uh, entry in, into the entry series. of that franchise. Uh, people really think, like Mario Kart Eight now, though. So. Let him finish. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ooh, Everyone drink. Everyone drink. drink. <laughs> But yeah, what I hear about Mario Kart Double Dash is kind of like I wish how this could it could be for everything. Minus, I people obviously don't want to have two characters; they just want to be able to hold two different uh, uh, attack defense items. 
the one of the one of my favorite things about double dash is that you could play as teams so like one person can drive and the other person shoots items and you could swap back and forth like and the person in the back like when you would drift normally you just jump and drift there's like a way you could like swing the cart as the person in the back and oh stuff, that's pretty cool if i'm remembering correctly like the person in the back had to take part in the drift mm-hmm. in order for it to like work so it wasn't just like you're back there shooting items you're also like taking part somewhat in the driving and interesting nintendo's always trying to make teamwork work make teamwork like, work there was a better way to say that but <laughs> i was drinking a beer before i had a time to uh, before i had time to revise it 2006 Bethesda releases gosh we've done like two of my favorite video games of all time uh Elder Scrolls Oblivion November 17th 2006 I lost hundreds of hours of my life to this game and I and I don't want them back yeah right I it's I was gonna say and I said this before on the podcast and I found out it is untrue it's the only game I've 100 percented as far as achievements and I can't remember what it is now, but there's another game I found that I 100%ed, but it was just a game that if you beat it, it was 100%. Like, every level was a achievement. Oh. Well, that's- was it a... Was it a... I just played it? Nope, didn't play it, but I... Oh my goodness, words. Uh, It was my background on Xbox, mm-hmm. on your thing. I don't remember what it's called now. I don't remember. I'll, I'll research and get back to you, but yeah. Oblivion. Numa. Was it Numa? Oh, I've never played Numa. Oh. Numa, Numa, yeah. You Numa, might like Numa, Numa, Numa Neil. Numa, yeah, yeah. It found out the Numa, Numa, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, sure. It's P P M. Oh, yep, yep. I remember that. P N U. It's like a puzzle, first person puzzle kind of thing. Kind of like that the witness. That sounds like a thing. Yeah, look up Numa. I think you would. I think you would really enjoy it. You say you like puzzle games. It's a good puzzle game. I do like puzzle games. Uh, cool. So that was Oblivion. Uh, we won't dwell on that because I'm sure we we've talked about that plenty. Great, good, great game. game. Very good game. 2009 Valve releases Left for Dead 2. Oh, I love that game. It was better than the original. I don't. Yeah, think two I ever was the best. One. Really played either of them? I mean, I played the first one. One of the one I think it was in high school. One of my high school friends really loved it, and she always wanted to play it, so I played it a handful of times at her house, but never really got into it. (laughs) (laughs) That was my, what are they called? When you make fun of it? Impression? Yeah, that's the one of the the big fat zombie in that game. (laughs) The bloater. The bloaters. Uh, November 18th, 2001, Nintendo releases Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube. Also, uh, zombie games, terrifying. <laughs> Luigi's Mansion, terrifying. There were a couple moments that got me and my dad to jump, because he would always <laughs> watch me play it. But they're also, like, they're just pop-up scares, like, and and at the end, they're just Mario character ghosts, so they're also kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's Booette. Right. Booette. There's a booette? It's less cute and more. Oh, damn. <laughs> we'll catch you up later. <laughs> yeah, he knows just... about Bowsette. We've talked about Bowsette on the podcast, haven't we? We've had to. Oh, we've talked about Bowsette. <laughs> Bowsette has come from Booette. So it's when Booette wears the crown. 
Yeah. Yeah. When Boo wears the the princess peach crown, he becomes Booette. Oh, and he turns into this kind of ghost princess with giant breasts with boobs that are as big as Boo. (laughs) Each one. (laughs) Yep. Thank you, Reddit, for having a whole page devoted to this. (laughs) Wow, gamers, we're weird. Anyways, uh, hot anime titties. Titties. Uh, 2001, again, November 18th, Electronic Arts released one of the only, uh, well, that's a lie. One of the few sports games I played, SSX Tricky. It's Tricky to rock around, to rock around, it's right on time, it's tricky. Was that in the game? Oh, fuck yeah, it was the title song, dude. Oh, nice. I never played it. Uh, I was so good at that game. It's a snowboarding game, right? Okay. Yep, snowboarding game. I think one of the first couple maps called Garibaldi, and I could like diamond six star it. I forget what the top was, but I could <laughs> go above. Yeah, like above and beyond the limit. That was a fun game. Nice. And when you were eleven, you were killing it. I was. I'm still killing it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Little do we know, Neil. Every Friday night, he plays SSX. Pours himself a glass of wine. <laughs> Busts out his SSX tricky to play around to Garibaldi before he goes to bed. <laughs> Just make himself feel good about himself yeah. real quick. Yeah, I gotta get tricky. You killed it, Neil. You killed it. <laughs> this is the best way to end your week. Best way to end your week. <laughs> You're the best, Neil. Uh, S-class, bro. And that brings to the end. Uh, that, I'm done. That's the end of it. All right, let's talk about upcoming games. Uh, this is interesting because we just talked about it. November 15th, if you bought the Battlefield 5 Deluxe version, you can play Battlefield 5. It's for PC, PS4, and Xbox. Also November 15th, Ticket to Ride comes out for PS4. That's a good-ass board game. That's like a gateway drug board game. <laughs> like if you want your friends to play good board games, and they're like, oh, but I like Monopoly. You just say, hey, you want to play this game? It's kind of like Monopoly. You put little pieces on the board, and people are like, oh, what's it called? Ticket to Ride? Oh, yeah, I like trains. And then you play it, and then people are like, oh, <laughs> I shit. I like trains. <laughs> Who are you hanging out with that likes trains so much? Nikki. <laughs> Does she really like trains? I don't know. She loves okay. that game, though. Okay. She's like, oh, man, I love trains. Oh, I'm going to play this game. <laughs> and then you play the game, and then they're like, damn, that's a good board game. Are there other games like that? And then you end up with a whole stack of board games. Like, do you like this one? Yeah. Yeah, so you can get it for your PlayStation 4, and then you don't have to put it away. Yeah, you don't have to pick up all the little tiny pieces. That's my favorite part about Digital Boy. Games. I just feel like Dan would never stop singing the Beatles song. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> we, so, so, Nikki, Sam, and I have played this game. These are our friends, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they're not made-up people. <laughs> as far as you know. Yeah. Uh, we've played that game probably... 20 times, 30 mm-hmm. times, and we found a playlist on Spotify that's train songs. Let's take it to ride one of them. Take it to ride is definitely one of them, but there's just some garbage train songs out there. Uh, does it have every song by train? Oh, I don't know, but that's that would be the garbage train songs I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, soul sister. Uh, but no, it's like, it's like imagine Ticket to Ride just, just falling into Crazy Train. Not good. Not good transitions in any of that. Right. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. November 16th, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu comes to Switch. And Civilization Six also comes to Switch. Have you seen the discussions about 
motion controls for Let's Go Pikachu? No, but I know that you can play in handheld mode with no motion controls. Is what yeah, I read. people are mad that because you can't play with a pro controller. Yeah, which is makes sense. I just don't. No, it doesn't make sense. No, I mean, it makes sense. People are mad. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of things that Nintendo does sometimes. Just like why? Like kind of like Super Mario Party. You yeah. can't play with any controller but the Joy-Con. You yeah. Know? It's just like, I don't... Why? why? Because why? you have to use the Joy-Con. They made it. <laughs> you're going to play with it, and you're going to like it. And you're going to buy 18 fucking sets of it. <laughs> you're right. Uh, all right, November 20th, if you did not buy the Battlefield Deluxe version, Battlefield 5, then you can play on 20th. That's for PC, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, Spider-Man DLC, Turf War, comes for PS4, November 20th. Another DLC. This is the second one. Already? Mm-hmm. And then November 20th, Farming Simulator 19 comes out for PlayStation 4, Xbox, Weren't and Switch. Weren't we playing 17? I think you no, guys we were playing, playing 18. 18. Yeah, Either guys, way. Yeah, so 19. <laughs> it just came out. So 19's out. <laughs> Which makes sense because when I played 15 and then bought 18, you say, the, it looked the exact same. It just had oh, different yeah. tractors. So, like, yep. This game has not been updated or changed. It's kind of like NBA or didn't you or NFL didn't you watch games. the the farming simulator farming simulator trailer? Farms, farms never change. <laughs> that was so stupid. So I was like, "What is he?" Oh, that's what he's referencing. <laughs> Fucking Fallout 76. That would be a Fallout 4. War 3. I forgot what... War War never never changes. changes. Oh, oh, thank you. (laughs) All right, let's uh, head into the news. Let's talk a little bit about, since we talked so much about Xbox, they had their X... X18 or X018. I'm not sure exactly what they... How you say it? It's X018. It was a conference in Mexico. Uh, so they, there's a couple of news stories coming out of that. They acquired both Obsidian Entertainment and In Exile Entertainment. And Obsidian is the ones that made Fallout New Vegas. So both of these companies make um, RPGs. So we'll see some RPGs. Obsidian come. made Pillars of Eternity. Did we I talk believe, about I this? I think we did too because there was a rumor and it is official now. Yeah. D- See, I feel like we talked about this when we figured out that that wasn't right. Then. Oh, um, I don't know. I'll look it up in a second. My phone's not around. Who is um, Fraternity Developer Obsidian Entertainment? Okay, so okay. it was true. Um, Crackdown 3 is coming out on February 15th, 2019. Dope. And, and if you want, you can buy and preload it now. <laughs> yep, uh, it's coming to Game Pass on the 15th, and if you have Game Pass, you can preload it for your Game Pass right now. That is so early. That is well, n- one of their other announcements. convenient. Well, one of their other uh, announcements was people were saying, because with Forza, Forza was coming out on Game Pass, and everyone knew, Forza Horizon 4, and people were saying, oh, I can't, because it's not on Game Pass yet, I can't preload it, and then as soon as it comes out, I have to download the whole game and then play. So this was part of their announcement that, yes, now you can preload Game Pass games, and you can do Crackdown right now, if you want. I shouldn't be complaining about this, but, like, give us a week. Two weeks. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm sure in the future it'll be more like that. I think it was just part of the announcement. You know what I mean? I think it was just kind of advertising for the announcement because I don't think they have a, another big first party game coming out until then. So I'm excited for this game. Stats. And I've been talking about it like Crackdown 3. If it's as good as one is, or 
better, then it's going to be a great game. I don't remember two. I remember that people didn't like it, but they've been working on it long enough. Yeah. Um, let's see what else they have. And Terry Crews will be there. Yep. Yeah, he was the body model for um, Niels doesn't care about Niels. Neil doesn't care about this, but a bunch of Final Fantasy games are coming to Xbox One. I'm excited uh, for it because I've been wanting to play Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X 2 remaster, and I was going to get it for PlayStation 4, but I'll just get it for Xbox One. For oh. those of you li- who like bad voice acting and turn-based combat, may I recommend Final Fantasy? <laughs> One of the most popular things of all time. Yeah, a crazy, insanely popular game. Uh, Civilization, actually, the voice acting is pretty good for 15. That's the most recent one. And voice, act, voice acting in video games has come along. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Civiliz- this is just for Neil. Civilization Revolution has been enhanced for Xbox One. That's what? It's for both of us and also just enhanced? What? They made it look better? It didn't need to look better. It was practically cell shaded. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but it apparently looks better. They probably put HD textures in. Like, yep. like with uh, Crackdown. Crackdown is noticeably like... Like, oh, this could have come out two weeks ago. And there's I don't a whole... care what Civ Rev looks like. It's a board game. Let me play the board game. It's been 10 years. Give me a new board game. <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of other announcements for other games and things like that, like expansions, Forza Horizon 4 is having an expansion, things like that. But, yep, lots of good stuff coming out of there. How does that work with Game Pass? Do you get DLCs? No, you don't get DLCs no. with Game Pass. You, ha- you can buy them, and then it will still apply to the Game Pass game. But if it goes away on Game Pass, which I don't think Microsoft ones ever will, then you'll just have DLC and no game. <laughs> Interesting. So it's got to be watch out for that. All right, the Game Awards uh, have announced their nominations. I don't want to go through them all. Who is this? The Game Awards. The game. Who's that? Um, the nominees for the Game Awards. Who pays for them? I don't know. Who knows? We'll have to do more. I want to know how legitimate these game awards are, Dan. Everybody, every major video game thing was posting about it, so I don't know how. Let's find out. Let's let's learn a little bit about the game awards. Since wait, uh, who who pays for the game awards? Yeah, nobody pays. Well, okay, I'm sure there is a parent company, but people, if it's like every other award show, like the Oscars or the Gotham's or the things I'm work, that's what I'm working on right now. Um, what ruined award shows for me is that people pay to be in award shows and you pay a crazy amount of money for everything. Even if you're submitting one film, you, or, or trailer in our case, you pay like, you pay a crazy amount of money to put it in every single category you want to even have a shot of winning. You might not even be a nominee. You just, you pay the fee and cross your fingers. So that's where they get the money. There's a little more I'll, I'll read about, but apparently it was originally the Spike Video Game Awards, and now it's just the Game Awards. Like Spike TV? It looks like it. And it's an annual award ceremony honoring achievements in the video game industry. Um, it uh, features premiere of new games and upcoming content, and it's, produced, it's produced and hosted by Canadian games journalist Jeff Kigley. So Spike was, they did X Games and Tech yeah. of the Show and all of that. So that doesn't yeah. surprise me. They but were like the first. Yeah, So, but it looks like it's all produced by this journalist now. Because he used to work on the Spike Video Game Awards and then created this thing, it looks like. <clears throat> okay, what was yep. that so other he, Spike he got, TV he, thing? 
Sorry, there's a whole lot about this. We'll talk about it again. Um, I'll read about this and I'll update you next week because okay. there's quite a bit. It looks like he was upset with Spike TV and made his own. What were you talking about, Neil? What was the Spike TV show? It was a dubbed uh, Japanese game show where people like the most really... extreme challenge. Yeah, most extreme challenge. Oh, MXC. That's what it was. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> is a brilliant fucking show. That's they a good just show. took That's this like goofy ass journey. <laughs> Japanese TV show, and then put the most ridiculous dub over it. <laughs> That's gotta mystery. be. We gotta find a way to watch that. Uh, it's, it's they're I'm, all online. I'm, yeah, it's mystery. They're... they're on Hulu too, I think. Yeah, it's uh, mystery science theater meets a game show. Yeah, it's basically. it's so ridiculous. I used to like that show a lot. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's just go through some of these game of the year. These are the nominees: Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste. God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Celeste, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. People love Celeste. It's it was nominated a couple times. So Hey, I just I just got an idea for next week. Let's uh let's all go through these categories and pick which ones is, and guess which one's gonna win. Oh, I was gonna say we do that as our like Christmas special episode. We just do talk our, our own. do our own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair. Um I I mean Red Dead Redemption's gonna win game of the year. I <laughs> It's just gonna like that's just probably it. Yeah, I don't. I haven't played God of War, but I've heard mm. good things about it. I haven't played Spider Man. I've heard good things about it. Yeah, it's. Just I gonna. would say Spider Man has a shot against uh, Red Dead, but I'm definitely giving it to Red Dead. I think Spider Man's really the only contender there. God of War, I think maybe more than Spider Man. People really like that game too. Yeah, but is it's fourth or fifth? I think its pop- stopping power is kind of diluted. There's never been a Spider-Man game this good, and it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, anyway, the oh, Marvel sorry, frenzy is crazy. That's what true. else? It was Celeste, God of War. It was Spider-Man. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption Two. I could see Monster Hunter World, but it doesn't have the same kind of. Like, no, I just think Red Dead's got to take yeah. it. Um, yeah. Best action game, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 4, Dead Cells, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Far Cry 5, and Mega Man 11. Interesting. Not best any of them. action adventure was Assassin's Creed, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. All right. Um, let's see. Let's pass a couple. Yeah, Red Dead is also in best game direction, best narrative. Uh, here's here's an interesting one. Best ongoing game. The nominees are Destiny 2, Forsaken, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. We were talking about this at dinner, but No Man's Sky is nominated for a game award after the disaster that it was. Um, That's quite the turnaround, but it did get... I mean, its nomination is just for, hey, here's a game that hasn't stopped being a game. But I mean like you could put throw like Ark in there. Like Ark's decently popular. Yeah, no one gives a shit about Ark. Yeah, I know, exactly. I think just because No Man's Sky has well, I, some kind of clout well, to it and name I, recognition. And it had I mean, to be fair to No Man's Sky, the idea of it and what it wanted to be is something that so many people wanted. What mm-hmm. it was and what it still is is not what that was. And also, there's no such thing as bad press. I know it flopped, but it got so much buzz. It might have been the wrong buzz, but then it got the right buzz when they started turning it around and actually trying to work on it. Right. And that and that made a feel-good story for everybody when, you know, 
the ratings on Steam started going mostly positive. Right. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of stuff. There's music, all kinds of things. Here's something I found that interesting that I'm kind of iffy about in a way. It was his best multiplayer game. It was Call of Duty 4, Black Ops 4, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Monster Hunter World, Sea of Thieves, and then Fortnite. Here's my issue with Fortnite. Wasn't it just nominated like for everything last year? Like I'm okay with it being best ongoing game. That makes sense. But why is Fortnite allowed in this now? Because we already had this discussion when it wasn't finished, if it should be allowed in. It's still not finished. Like, how many times is this game going to get nominated for something? Yeah. Once they stop paying the money to be, <laughs> to be in it, if that's what it is. But it's just, it's just silly. Um, and then they have Best Esports Game, which is pretty interesting. That's uh, CSGO, Dota 2, Fortnite, League of Legends, and Overwatch. CSGO is... Uh... Counter-Strike global operations, if you didn't know. Yep, so there's all kinds of different stuff. You can check out the list uh, online, I'm sure. But it should be interesting. Yeah, I think just by virtue of being on ESPN, that one should go to Overwatch. Not, I mean, I really think that Dota is a better, like, Mm -hmm. competitive esports game, and I've watched way more. I've not watched any competitive overwatch i've watched a lot of competitive dota yeah i don't even play dota so i think dota is a better competitive game but for this year it having been on espn i think it is the better yeah choice for that award yeah i don't think fortnite will win that or it shouldn't at least because i don't think it's like it's such a weird like there's no esports competition and it's also fortnite. like i think yeah there's not like big ones and i don't think there's yeah. any like unless watch like, at a multi-million dollar tournament this year that was yeah. kind of groundbreaking i think they're definitely at least them in and the Dota, run. call. I mean, Counter Strike also. They do some big things. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Here's an interesting piece of news. Well, not interesting. It's kind of sad in a way. But strategy guide company Prima Games is shutting down. You ever buy one of those strategy guides, Clinton? Nope. It's like I it's did. crazy. I used to have them for Pokemon. Like they still. I mean, you know, people would write them for free on the old internets. Yeah, you could go on there and download a PDF and print them out. Yep, it's just it's not. I never printed. There's them no out way there. to. Excuse me. There's no reason to make them anymore with the internet. But there wasn't a reason crazy. to make them anymore in 2001 when I was playing Tales of Symphonia and downloaded 15 different people made. They held on though. They really did. That's crazy. Yeah, when Dan texted me that, I mean, I was hats off to them for surviving thirty years from yeah, the nineties to the to now. That's yeah. They were a long. They were around longer than they needed to be. And uh, when I did see some articles about this and w- was thinking about it, they had a very present uh, YouTube. Uh, they had a very present YouTube presence, uh, and and I'm sure that brought them a lot of ad revenue, which is kind of how they. <laughs> There. Watch it there, fucking drunkie. <laughs> He's throwing things. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Did they so like as far as like physical media, were they ever hands in making like collectible guides and stuff? I'm sure. Because there's a uh Zelda one laying around here that I don't know where it came from, but there's just a Zelda like guide. Yeah, I have I think I, like my special edition Skyrim one that's like hard. You know what? I think I know where it. that came from. It came from uh, Sung Wan gave it to us. Right, right. Um, someone? Sung Wan. Oh. Um, Not yeah. someone, Sung Wan. <laughs> Sorry. It's a human man. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's crazy that they're still going. 
All right, here's a little business news for you. Activision says it's not happy with Destiny's sales. So sales for Destiny 2 Forsaken haven't lived up to their expectations, they said during an earnings call, and they're promising investors faster content model and new forms of monetization for the game. Is Activision ever happy? Probably not. New forms of monetization sounds like the scariest corporate sentence I could have ever heard. <laughs> right? Like, what do you want? Like, do you want to kill your game? Like, that's a scary sentence to like, say in public. Also, around this is, gamers. This is this is after their, you know, their massive. Was isn't it called the Forsaken? The newest, like, mm-hmm. here's another game on top of the game you already bought. DLC. Yeah. Yep. Like huge. you've gotten you've gotten double the amount. You've gotten. Double your game sales off of one game just by releasing it. Just by releasing a DLC, which is exactly the same as the same as the game you released initially. Like, how are you going to flip this? No, you just need to make a better game. <laughs> yeah, I can like, it's just crazy. Like, who knows what kind of tension this will create between, you know, bu- the Bungie and stuff like that. Like, I'm honestly disappointed in Bungie. Yeah, I mean, like. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people like Destiny. A lot of people play it. A lot of people love it. A I lot of people me, like but... Destiny initially. And then, I mean, this is, the, the complaints we're hearing now, are, it's a it's the same cycle we went through in Destiny 1. I'm just right. grinding. I'm just grinding. There's nothing to do. I don't have enough people to play this raid with. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. People love that, though. People play Warframe for hours and hours and hours and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the new EA game? Anthem? Is that what it's called? Yeah, the one that's coming out next year. That's going to be the same thing. Like, yeah, it's going to be. It looks exactly. It just people, looks like new Destiny. There are yep. people out there that love to grind, and they love to just... I think what's happening is people saw the success of Destiny, what it was, and that it was also had like issues, and people were upset, and they're all trying to jump on and be like, well, we'll be the new Destiny. Like, if yeah. you know, if Destiny isn't doing it for you, we'll do it for you. So <laughs> I'd like the original and I think this was I should look this up because I think I've mentioned it before. But I think the original idea of Destiny was like it's going to be kind of like a wow. Where mm-hmm. It's like you put out Destiny and then you just do updates to it every so often just to like continue the game. Right. It's going to be one game release. and You're just going to build the story from that. Uh, and obviously it didn't end up being that. I think that's what they're trying to do with two. But. Because oh, I think we'll see. that was like kind of some of the initial like hype around Destiny was like, oh, it's this one game. It's going to be one game that you can download and play, and it's going to be the game for uh, kind of grindy first-person shooter games. Right. Uh, well, maybe they'll figure it out. I mean, that's like a, so many games now. Like Fallout 76 is just going to be Borderlands that. 3 comes out and steals everybody's money. <laughs> yeah, that should be coming. There's been swirlings of rumors that it's going to be announced soon, but I feel like I hear see that every three months. So, I thought Borderlands Three came out like six years ago. No, that's the pre sequel. <laughs> it's made by a different studio. All right, and our last uh, little thing of news: we've talked about this in the past, but the Call of Duty swatter, um, who who called the SWAT team on one of his that guy got killed. Yep, um, he. Pled guilty on fifty-one charges. Fifty-one. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure he deserved every single one of them. I just didn't know that many charges could be brought against his water. Yep. So his name is uh, Tyler Barris. He was only twenty-six years old now, 
Uh, but he pled guilty to 51 charges in a plea deal. He could face between 20 and 25 years in prison. Some of the charges are threatening to kill another person, making interstate threats, and conspiracy to commit bank fraud. What? Yeah, I don't know. But he's got a big whole, whole criminal history. He's probably donating to people and then gotcha. canceling his donations and stuff. Yeah, says he has a big criminal history with uh, uh, hoax police reports and calling a phony bomb threats to the FBI, FCC, schools, malls, television stations. Like, this guy. So he's just a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Yeah. That somehow. So apparently the reason he did it is he, he, um, oh, so, okay. So occasionally he did this on behalf of other people. So someone lost a bet, lost a dollar fifty on a bet and got angry and enlisted this guy. To call police on someone else. How much did they lose on a bet? $1.50. Okay. So Mm -hmm. not only are gamers impatient and entitled, we're also cheap. Yeah. But where is this guy advertising this service? (laughs) I don't know. Is someone posting on Reddit like, hey, I need someone to call the cops on this guy for me. Right. And it sounds like if the guy lost $1.50, he probably doesn't have a whole bunch of money to pay this dude. To pay this dude. So he's just like doing it for free, just pro bono, calling bomb threats. Being a fucking. No, he's like, if you get this guy, and especially if you get him killed, I'll go to his house, get the $1.50, you (laughs) can have have that. I don't know, man. You can have half. <laughs> hopefully they do something about all that stuff. But that's and our news that's for today. that's profit. <laughs> I guess it doesn't cost anything to be a dumbass. Yeah, it's true. Uh, that's our news for the day. And 20 years in prison. 2025. Um, I do want to give a shout out. Uh, everything was from Kotaku, except for the list of games that were for the video game. That was from IGN. I do like to give a little bit of source, so I'm not just... Uh, Acting like I did any research or anything. <laughs> I just read these articles. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to them. They're a great site. Great news. Um, they are. And they're not fucking idiots like some places. Nope, not for the most part. <laughs> they have, sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. I'm a little upset with their uh, take on Fall 76. Like, they kind of seem like they kind of are on the hate bandwagon. But they are blacklisted from Bethesda. And they haven't gotten any like response from them for from two thousand since two thousand thirteen. So I'm kind of like, okay, I understand what they're blacklisted for. They did uh, that to themselves. They, yeah, they released some information that they found out about Skyrim. No, not Skyrim because it's two thousand thirteen. About upcoming games. I think they maybe even the Starfield. I think they may have leaked the Starfield thing. Yeah. So. Let's see what that's got them. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, well, we are going to take a little break. Patty break. Patty break. 21. 21. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back to Game Goose. Uh, game Booze. <laughs> We're 21. I nailed it. It's our birthday. No. <laughs> We're 21 today. I finished, 21 I finished my Delirium Tremains. Tremens? Tremens? I don't know how to actually say it. You guys, you guys should find some of it. It's probably one of the best beers in the world. It's just delirium tremens. Tremens? Yep. It's very good. It's got little pink elephants on it. Um, it is a, spell, a spicy Belgian white. It's not even spicy. And it's it a Belgian. Spice. It's, I don't think it's a Belgian it, white. I think it's, a, I think it's like a faux. It's a Belgian. It's definitely a Belgian. It's a Belgian ale. I think it's like Belgian. a faux. <laughs> it's, it's like a it's faux. It's not spicy as, as in like hot. It's no, spicy no, no. as in it's brewed with spices. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. I don't think it is brewed spices, is it? I don't know. 
Totally it me. It was a rhetorical question. I wasn't actually asking anyone. I was stating my disbelief in question form. Gotcha. But it's like a faux Abbey Ale, I would say. It's pretty much a wheat beer. That's what Belgians are. They're brewed with spices and fruit and wheat. Is that why they taste like bananas? Some of them That's do. That's the yeast. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about drinking in video <laughs> games and out yeah, of video we games. Haven't- that's why we've been so open about our uh, our alcohol consumption because we've done this podcast sober every other episode except for Clinton. <laughs> he was sober every other episode. <laughs> every First other. one sober, second, second one not. Not third. Yeah, <laughs> he goes every other. Um, so let's talk about drinking in games. Uh, there's a lot of games that you can drink in. It's mm. different and everything. Yeah, always different. I would like to talk uh, first. Ooh, I'm trying to I think switched, about. Okay, so I just switched to the bat. Changed it up. Definitely a different beer. <laughs> Is it? A lot sweeter. De- lot sweeter? Of, oh, yeah. Way sweeter. Labat heavy. Way sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first game I can think of that, like, like, like time wise, is Tapper. Do you guys know Tapper? I oh, yeah. believe they have it at the, the local grid. arcade yeah. bar. Yep. Um in 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 Fallout 76 you can play a game called Nuka Tapper. Um but yeah, Tapper Arcade was a game that you could you served beers to people. So you couldn't drink, you just serve them. Yes, and there's one called Root Beer Tapper and then there's a version here. I apologize Clinton if this blows your ears out cuz we can hear. Um where it has a Budweiser logo in the back. Yep, but you the, serve uh, beer to patrons. Nice. The bar they the bar they all go to um, in Racket Ralph is the Tapper Bar. Yep, nineteen eighty three. That game came out. Nice. Yeah. So not the first instance of drinking. First instance of booze, though. where you can drink, is it me? Yeah, I don't know where the first game you could drink alcohol is. The first game I personally remember, but it's got to be incorrect, was in Fable. You could get drunk at the bar. And you would stumble around a little bit. Everything would get all fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there's drinking in Conker's Bad Fur Day. Okay. I mean, that was early 90s. Yeah, Yeah. that was early 90s. You drank as Conker. Did it do anything or was he just kind of doing it? Like, you know, cutscene. I don't know if you had the choice to do it. Yeah, I think it was all cutscene related. Gotcha. I think you collect like alcohol bottles, though. I'm sure in the Simpsons game. In that arcade game, I'm sure Homer drinks a beer. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. There's no way he doesn't. There's gotta be. Yeah. Some kind of way. Excuse me. Um, but the first game I remember, like, where you drank and then it, like, affected you was Fable. Like, that was the first time I remember my character drinking and then, like, wobbling around. Which I, is a very, like, popular thing in a lot of yeah, games. Yeah, so. I don't remember. It probably would be, like, Grand Theft Auto 3, if you can in that game. I don't know if you even can. I don't know if you can drink in Grand Theft Auto 3. I will Google it as you talk about it. Uh, but more recently, for a nice little... One of the best examples that I've seen of, like, a debaucherous night out getting as drunk as possible is in Red Dead Redemption 2 as I'm burping through my words. <laughs> so the game, does it, is the game even harder to control then? 
<laughs> no, luckily, I mean, you do have to stumble around a little bit, but mm-hmm. it it seems kind of natural when he's drunk and yeah. you can't control him. Like, oh, this is why I can't control <laughs> yeah, him all. Arthur's just always a little drunk. Maybe that's how I should just play it. <laughs> no wonder I can't control him. He's just a little, little too drunk, little drunk all the time. He's a little slow. <laughs> Go home, Arthur. You're drunk. Yeah. Uh, but no, there's a spoilers ahead if you want to experience the full red dead world Mm -hmm. it's more spoilers coming your way uh but there's a mission where you take one of the newer entries into the gang to a bar in town and you get hammered with him and i didn't know this at the time i just kind of played through it and i was like oh that's a neat little mission uh but depending on how you like play through the different like sequences you get wholly different outcomes in this bar yeah so like mine you and you get blackout drunk and there's like if any of you have ever been blackout drunk you know you kind of have flashes mm-hmm. where someone will mention something you remember like oh shit that did happen that's like, never happened to me could you explain it for me? <laughs> dan's, dan's never been I, so lightly drunk that he's <laughs> blacked out and remembered things dan just gets blackout <laughs> i think i vaguely remember being blackout like bits and pieces <laughs> What's yeah. it? What's it like? Yeah, you, you kind of like in and outs and things <laughs> happen. But uh, in so in Red Dead, you kind of like bounce through the night. Like you take your first couple shots, you do like three shots in a row right at the beginning, and then it picks up again later, mm-hmm. and you're like starting a bar fight, and then like comes back later, and everyone that you're trying to find looks like the guy you're trying to find. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come back later and this is just like kind of like what i did yeah. you're drowning a dude in a trough in a water trough in the street right. and then you can either kill him or not and then like more things happen and then you wake up in jail <laughs> and lenny pays your bail and you go home nice <laughs> that's a pretty accurate rest. representation i mean like yeah it's probably one of the better like kind of like getting so debaucherously drunk that you can't remember things right. and having like flashes of it like oh shit that did happen oh shit that did happen right. like kind of like way to represent it in like an interesting way and especially like you and as you're walking through trying to figure find your friend when everyone looks like him right it's got his name spelled backwards <laughs> and as you like question people so he's like hey Lonnie oh you're not Lonnie <laughs> like, <laughs> right. as he like stumbles through the bar a lot of a lot of really cool things can happen that night though. Like there's a lot of different things, like branching paths, I guess, right. that can happen. Huh. And I was like reading about it and like a lot of different things happen. Rockstar has some good like alcohol sequences. Um 'cause like in like a lot of games like the screen just gets fuzzy and you're like, that's not like I don't lose my sight when I drink. Yeah. <laughs> like but like in the in the campaign when you drink, like everything's kind of just gets a little fuzzy. Like I don't think the characters really move that differently. What are you talking about? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay, but on and online, when you get drunk, your character starts to stumble, and it really does kind of give you that feeling. Yeah, like we had that that the, night. We had like a party in game. <laughs> yeah, in my apartment, <laughs> my in game apartment. Yeah, after eyes. <laughs> yeah, me, Courtney, Clinton, and Neil. We're just getting smashed, <laughs> ripping <and> bongs. <laughs> <laughs> drinking and that whiskey and i mean i think we were like let's do this heist and then we'll stop playing and i think we played for the like hour and a half <laughs> just fucking just around we were, try- we were trying to take, take selfies <laughs> while everyone's stumbling out. around and that was One that was the- pretty accurate representation <laughs> of drinking 
one of the perfect things that re- that uh, Grand Theft Auto Five learned how to do was to make your character point like a douchebag. <laughs> so I would just take I'd take a rip of the bong and then I'd point at Dan and go, "You." I think it helped. This guy. man. I think it helped. Yeah. I think it helped that we were all drunk that night. Too. I was not. No, Courtney and I were not drinking. <laughs> We were just I, laughing. I was drunk. I was drunk that night too. <laughs> oh man, because it was just so. Yeah, funny. no, we were trying to because you could do the like the like emotes of yeah. like flipping the camera off or like fist pumping and stuff. So we're all trying to time it just right, <laughs> but the delay on the, on the everybody's on the voice hammered chat, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was fun, and it gets pretty well, or like does a good job of like how yeah. you feel. Um, the other one that really makes me feel drunk in fight drinking game. <laughs> Is Sea of Thieves? Yes, I was. I was gonna say if I feel like I'm the one that does this every episode. Let's break this down. Drinking in video games. I uh, feel like there's there's two or three different categories. But if, if we go really, <laughs> there's gonna be some people we just lose immediately in this. Story. There's way too much burping in this episode. <laughs> Okay, so there's two categories. Um, if we want to go super simple, I think there's some three. that is just okay. I'm gonna do my two, and okay. then you add the third that I think I think I know what you want. All right. Um, so there's two. There's experiential, which let's say that's just that's Sea of Thieves. Yeah. There's no benefits. It just alters the world around you and how you move through it. Mm-hmm. And then there's two. Uh, number two that I'm thinking about, which is uh, kind of RPG e. Where there are either benefits or benefits or uh, uh, consequences, uh, it's something stat based. Like maybe it's maybe it's give and take. Maybe you get better at something and worse at something else, or maybe it's just good or bad. It depends on the game. I think only but but that's the games are the only games I can think of where it both helps and hurts you. It seems like all the other ones are either positive or negative. Yeah, I can't What's, remember. I know in Deus Ex you can play. You can drink stuff but i can't remember if it gives you negative effects or not gotcha what's your third game the third one is just like drinking in games like if it's in a cut scene or if it's just part of the story it doesn't do anything at all you know what i mean it doesn't change your character it's just kind of there yeah i would say i would say my categories are like it's for comedic effect kind Mm -hmm. of like uh uh, sea of Thieves, where yeah. like you stumble around, you puke and stuff. Sea of Thieves is, is great because you're on the boat too, and your character kind of just like drifts with the boat. Yeah. Like it's so good. So I would say minor for comedic effect. Yeah. Uh, for some sort of like Neil was saying, some sort of boon mm-hmm. or uh consequence, like negative consequence for drinking. Right. They have some sort of like gameplay element to it, and the others like a weird Puritan story element of like drinking is bad oh yeah like if the alcoholic is always like the worst fucking dickhead or like just can't get his life together is there a video game like that i i I think of stardew valley like the one lady she's pam pam is a super alcoholic but you can make beer and give beer away in stardew valley you can drink drink it yourself yeah i guess i think think of it more as like yeah, I also, guess that's a good. It, I'm sure there are other games where it's yeah. kind of. I guess just I, I, most games in general, there's no like middle ground. It's all like either. Wanna, go ahead. I, sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I'm going to. I just did. So sorry. <laughs> uh, I I was trying to brush up on like 
to trying to remember what games you could drink in and doing a little bit of research and i found a could of course a kotaku article because they're just the best video game journalists around um and he had a really interesting the writer had a really interesting take on how the video game industry looks at alcohol and it was much it was very similar to the point you were just making clinton that it seems to be we take it as a it it's a it's a substance of extremes. Either it gives you the best of times or it's a blight on humanity. And mm-hmm. like, it, it's either the best thing or the worst thing. Like, yeah. uh, well, uh, f- oh, we were talking about this story driven game, uh, Firewatch. The whole reason your main character that you play in Firewatch is up there is because he's had a hard life. He's gone through some things in his marriage and he's running from, well, real life pr- problems, one of which being alcoholism. Where at some point in the game you break up you break up a party in the middle of the woods and you can you find a bottle of whiskey and you can either pick it up or you can walk right by it. If you pick it up throughout the game, uh, when you're waking up and like you have a little cutscene, you'll always look at the bottle of whiskey or you'll pick it up and put it back down and sigh. Hmm. It, it, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, because, like, even in, like, Grand Theft Auto, where, like, the whole thing is, like, everyone's kind of a bad person, like, even Michael, like, his bad, a lot of his bad things come from drinking. Yeah. And how much he drinks and stuff. Obviously, Trevor's just a mess in all kinds of ways, but, but like, Michael's issue is that he drinks a little too much, and, you know. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's a, I mean, it's definitely a real-world problem mm-hmm. of, like, people, but I don't think it's, like, it's such a like prevalent thing in games where like either like the person that drinks a bunch is kind of like a a dickhead loser or like if you're drink drinking like it's either got some horrible detrimental effects like you pass out and you like wake up the next morning there's no like I don't know there's no there's like no middle ground there's yeah. no I think the only middle ground game I can really think of is Oh, well, before I even say this, I just have a question. In Elder Scrolls, what exactly do the alcohol do? Because you can get, like, meat and stuff, right? And wine? Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it lowers your intelligence and boosts your strength and endurance, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's what it doesn't follow. It doesn't do the same thing in Skyrim. I think it boosts your charisma. Charisma. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what it doesn't follow also. So it must be the same for Skyrim. But I think, like, that's, like, not... I don't think there's, like, any kind of bad... Like, they show the good and bad of alcohol... But it's not like, oh, you become, I mean, you can become an alcoholic and follow if you drink too much. Yeah, yeah. which has negative, negative buffs. Yeah. Debuffs, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. So, like, it's interesting because, like, there is, there can be a middle ground or but, you can go any way you want. You can never touch alcohol in a Fallout game. Yeah. Or you can drink so much that you become an alcoholic or you can kind of just use it when you need it. Although there are perks in Fallout that allow yeah. you to not become addicted or anything like that. Yeah, there's a lot of like drug kind of things in Fallout though. Mm-hmm. And I like how there's like an addiction part or you can just take yeah. it once and it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. No, it's interesting. It's a good 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 kind of mechanic for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know, like I'm saying, there's a lot of like different ways that games handle booze and it's an interesting kind of like thing cuz like booze is so just like everywhere. Like it's part of like a lot of Western life specifically. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's a more approachable subject than like. I mean, we're not going to dive into this, but like the opioid crisis or something. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that's playing these games can either drink or know somebody that can drink, and it's a yeah. it's a legal substance. 
it's something you're allowed to talk about openly. Um, so I think that's why it's kind of it's the the cornerstone of yeah. should we say substance abuse in video games. Yeah, and I think it's a hard I think it's a hard thing to kind of to to portray. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you like? Because I feel like everyone kind of experiences being drunk differently. Right. Like, I'm sure that my drunk isn't like the same as some 15 year old who's never drank before is drunk. Like, it's going to be a different kind of experience for everyone. Clinton, uh, I don't know if I've ever even seen you drunk. You can hold your booze. <laughs> <laughs> to a point. <laughs> Those are stories for another day. I can. Yes. For no, I, I can't. <laughs> it's just, he doesn't, he doesn't drink liquor often. Yeah. So you don't see him like go over that edge quickly. It's never, ah. yeah, there's never, like, a, a sudden, like, departure from reality. For yeah, me. yeah, for sure. It's always a slow f- fall off the yeah. edge. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. But, yeah, no, I think that, I think that it's a hard thing to portray because, mm-hmm. like I was saying, like, it's going to be different for everyone in, a, like, certain ways, like, and, like, yeah, I mean, some people, when they get drunk, they can't walk. Some people, when they get right. drunk, they can't talk. Right. Like... When I get drunk, I'm I can walk and I can talk, but I can't remember anything, and I'll say some things that I probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I get kind of mean <laughs> at times, but not so even I'm mean. Told. I just yeah. I, people always say blunt. like oh, you get yeah very blunt. That's what it is. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's a hard thing to portray in a game in a meaningful way that doesn't kind of like diminish the things of alcohol cuz i think like a lot of video games are and i i don't even know what the like logistics not logistics the statistics on uh like uh who's playing games mm-hmm. is it kids is it adults like i don't know that but like so many games are played by kids i think mm-hmm. it's a hard thing to do to put glorified substance Drinking. abuse into games Right, which I would consider drinking in a game as in the realm of substance abuse. I I wonder. I'm trying to think of like if there's any like smooth, cool drinkers because like you see that in movies and TV and yeah, stuff. I, try, I can't think of a game. That's where what I'm that kind trying of to thing. think. Like say like with antiheroes and things like things that kids kind of emulate and want to be. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like do that in a game because I think I think a lot of the gaming like industry cares about kind of the portrait that they're like putting out especially more recently mm. uh and i think that Ro- they don't want to kind of rockstar think- doesn't yeah but rockstar's rockstar when they're like, made for adults yeah. those guys are made for adults like those are ma17 games like mature right. audience and like, like you can still care about what you're putting out like people who make r-rated movies still yeah. care about like their message and things like that yeah and so i think it's like a weird like kind of like there's like a culture gap there of like everyone thinks that no one should be drinking but everyone's out drinking (laughs) yeah yeah the average age of a video gamer as reported by well i'll give you a range is anywhere between 31 and 35 nowadays yeah that makes sense to me i mean it seems reasonable so i mean it really took off right before before we were before we could play mm-hmm. largely on our own accord and we're we're all f- approaching 30 so yeah. that makes sense yeah 
Yeah, I'm trying to think of any, like, smooth, like, because, like, in most of the games, it's either, like you said, you're, like, a terrible alcoholic, or it's, like, a stat boost kind of thing. It doesn't really have, like, any kind of thing. I'm trying to think of, like, is there, like, a James Bond kind of drinking kind of guy anywhere? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think, in Hitman, I think you might be able to drink, but I don't know, like, trying to think of, like, a, like, a, like, a Iron Man kind of character. You know what I mean? It's so interesting, because, like, Drinking is so prevalent in other media, mm-hmm. like movies, TV, fucking anime has mm-hmm. like always the fucking drunk character. Mm-hmm. Like it's so it's everywhere, but in games, it's such like a weird like thing because it is so interactive. Right. And I would say you it's, choose if it's, you drink uh, or not. In yeah. a way, yeah. yeah. I can't. I can't think of. I can't think of a game where it's glorified. It's it's a tale a tale of extremes. It's either comedic you do it to watch your character stumble and be silly and obviously drunk and it usually you know, takes like is... what three four beers and suddenly you're like whoa like just exactly. like hammered yeah. lightweight it wears off it's i mean you do it once and it's fun and then you're done doing it it's yeah. just like hey you can do this yeah they just a... give you the option and you know it's 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 enticing for all of three minutes yeah so um, we need to learn to program and make a game about drinking yeah well, the problem with that, I mean, if we're really, this is not where I expected this episode to go, but the problem with making it, making a thoughtful game with an alcoholic, well, we're kind of talking about alcoholism. With, <laughs> yeah, that's really kind of what we've been skirting around. With an, with an alcoholic character is, yes, drinking, drinking affects a, a lone person, but it, I, I, Alcoholism really affects the people that relationships right. and the people that are that surround that person. If one person is alone and doesn't have a family or friends and is just drinking, yeah, that's really sad. But he's just gonna drink a lot and go to the hospital, and someday he'll die or he'll get better. Uh, if you want a really compelling story about alcohol usage, not abusage, you need. You need characters and relationships that are well-rounded, well-developed, and mm-hmm. and easily approachable. They need to be things you you relate to and care about. Yeah, and right. and that might be there. So there's probably an indie game out there, you know, the Twelve Steps or something uh, <laughs> that does it well. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good point. Like it's, I mean, especially for us and our group of friends, drinking is a very social kind of thing. Like, I'm sure there are those of us, myself included, that will drink by themselves on occasion just because it's fun to do. It's nice to have a drunk. A game to, or like a beer after, um, yeah, after work. Yeah. I I like a glass of whiskey after work. As long as you don't need it, you're okay. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so much of our drinking is done in social situations. Right. There's been a 24 pack of Labatt in my fridge for a week now and I haven't touched it like it's not like a have we moved to the point where just proving to everyone we're not alcoholics (laughs) listen man (laughs) I don't need it no (laughs) you don't even know me (laughs) that's yeah fair enough but I was trying to get to the point of like I think yeah it is hard to kind of demonstrate a character who is someone who drinks and isn't an alcoholic in games because there are so few like opportunities to present that 
kind of option. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like I'm even just looking like the best or like I'm just I just googled drink drinking video games or video games about drinking, and everyone comes out and this is a whole nother topic in a way like kind of around this. Everyone's like, oh, the best the 10 best video games to turn into drinking games. <laughs> like there's not games about drinking or games you know, that portray drinking. Yeah. Like in a different, like interesting way. I don't think. Yeah. But at, have you uh, guys watched, uh, I don't know. Have you guys played, uh, watch dogs? Uh, no, Courtney has, it looks, I've never played the, f- like she says, skip the first one, by the way, she says watchdog two is just so much better. She hated the first one. Uh, I I tried to play two and it was fucking garbage. Um, but you liked one? No, I I was told to stay away from that. So I oh, gotcha. They're both bad. Um, but Watch Dogs is I googled something similar and it was one of the only things I I found with a drinking mini game, which is actually like a skill game. Hmm. Uh, you go around the city and you try to take down like the top top three or five drinkers and you get in like drinking competitions with these guys <laughs> and like like it gets harder and harder to do it as i think you just like pour shots back and forth and you have to you have to use right stick to like keep your cursor in the middle of the circle and your <laughs> screen gets blared and stuff <laughs> and i think that's pretty fun that's funny yeah i guess it's just kind of tough because like it's not an audio or visual thing really you know what i mean it's more like a feeling there there's another game that I played that was like that, where you had to keep like a cursor in the middle. It wasn't Watch Dogs. So I've never played it mm-hmm. while you're drinking. I wonder what that was. Let's think about it. We but played yeah, that one. Dana. You might be thinking about that time where we were trying to play that game where you had to click really fast. Do you remember what we were talking about? <laughs> no. So one time we were all over here uh, drinking oh, for the- a party, <laughs> and like there was a screen that was white, and it would turn green really quickly, and you had to like click as fast as you yeah, could. Yeah, yeah. The reaction time. Was yeah, like, yeah. And we were all doing that. The one where I killed you guys in it. Well, yeah, that's yeah. You're Which oddly is, good at it. Yeah. So, so we play Jackbox a lot, mm-hmm. usually while we're drunk. <laughs> yeah. And there's a thing at the end of the original Jackbox, not the new one. The Jack, uh, what is it? You don't know Jack, the trivia game. Yeah. There's a thing called Jack Attack at the end where you have to like click as quick as possible when the correct thing shows up on screen. And everyone says that my phone's faster, <laughs> even though I've had three different phones since we've been playing this game. And I always just destroy them in this. And I hate, I just hate it because I feel like I can't click it any faster. So we played a reaction time game and I was like way faster than everyone. Yeah, yeah it was dumb. Dan, I want to I hit on something you just said because I, I think that was a really good point. Um, I mean, video games have largely enthralled the three of us and I'm sure a, a lot of our listeners by, by capturing a feeling. You know whether it's whether it's Halo where you you uh, t- to quote Donkey's uh, video game review uh, episode like really makes you feel like the Master Chief <laughs> <laughs> really makes you feel like Spider Man right. but it, it makes you feel like you're a hero it you're playing you know you play in Stardew Valley and you you feel like a farmer and you're cultivating these relationships mm-hmm. with the people of the town. It's understand the principles of it. Sorry, it's easy to understand the principles of like, you know, in an action game, revenge or or or, uh, or heroics, uh, or in a you know in a storytelling game, or not even that. Um, that uh, I forgot where I was going with that. I had more examples, but anyways, <laughs> there there are more 
there are easier emotions to capture. Like yeah, like you, you know, can make people feel emotions. It's you, hard to make people. You can't. You can't yeah. make somebody feel drunk. Yeah, because you can make people emotion, feel emotions. A, you can't make them feel a, like physical things. It's a state of being. It's not something you feel in you, yeah. you know, your heart and your. It's head. like a game can't make you feel physical pain, so it's not going to be able to make you feel like physically drunk. You well, know what I'm we'll see what happens when Clinton and I played Toro. <laughs> <laughs> Physical pain. Just, oh, Maybe this game is so bad. That's the day I know pain. <laughs> you guys got to play it by next week, I think, so we can talk about it. I yeah. don't want to get too far away. Yeah. <clears throat> but No, I think that's a good point, Daniel. I think that, yeah, it is easy to convey emotions. It's not easy to convey, like, states of being. I think that's, I think that's a bit of about what we talked about a couple weeks ago, about, like, why there aren't more, like, women that play games. Mm-hmm. And like kind of the games that women want to play. Right. Because uh, I think that the games that women want to play in that game that you were talking about, the, uh, do you know? Were you staying in bed all day? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Wait, oh, it, it, we, should say, we should say, we should say women on the whole, like not all women are. Fit no, 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 no. I, yeah. I'm not like trying to say that. Right. I'm trying to say like, there's a, People are trying to. She, this person was trying to create games for women yeah, that this, don't play games. Yeah, yeah. This lady was trying to make games for women who don't see games as a medium for them. Mm-hmm, yeah. And she made a game that kind of tries to evoke certain feelings out of you. Mm-hmm. It's not like trying to convey certain emotions. It's more trying to convey a sense of like safety and mm-hmm. like familiarness, rather than like a like story of revenge or a story about love right. or something. It was. It was a story of relatability. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's hard to do that. And I think that for you, security and kind of uh, oneness or like just relaxation wasn't what that game meant to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't like convey that to you. Right. Whereas I think that's the same thing with drinking. I would like to say I did send that game to one of our female friends that does not play games. And she sent me back, what the shit is this? Like, she did not find it fun or relaxing or anything. Yeah. I just kind of sent it Sorry. to her without any... What game was that? It's called Hashtag Self Care. Uh, I think game is a strong word for it, and I, I don't really like... I would say it's, it's a game. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, there's game aspects to it. It's got it's got word games in it, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, a thing where you can pet your cat, and... Mm-hmm. It's more of an experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what, exactly what I'm trying to say, is, it, like, it's trying to convey an experience of, like, mm-hmm. safety and comfort. Yeah. And that safety and comfort is a very different thing for everyone. Like, my safety and comfort is not going to be Dan's safety and comfort. Right. Just, like, my... Being drunk isn't going to be the same as Dan's being drunk, right? And so I think like it's uh, making games around those personal experiences is kind of hard, right? And why I think it's such a hard thing to convey drinking in a game, right? But I think drinking is also so prevalent, which is why so many games have it, right? Yeah, and yeah. why so many games do it poorly because there's no way to like kind of hit it. everyone's. What everyone thinks drinking is right for sure, because everyone's out there just trying to capture realism. And you know, if you're if you're an open world realistic game, you're gonna have alcohol. It's hard to make that. Yeah, 
that experience just isn't universal. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't have a bar in a game without being able to drink. Right. And if you can't get drunk in your game, then what's the point of having the bar? <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, it does sound like that Red Dead Redemption. I hope that no, and it was I good. I when I did it, I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is like. Because you're never going to feel drunk, but it kind of like gives you that memory of like what a night yeah. drinking is yeah. like. And it's and that's kind of how I felt in the apartment when we were doing the thing with Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like I didn't feel drunk. I hadn't even drinking. But the idea of all of us in a room and we're all stumbling around yeah. and like yelling at each other. Yeah. Like it gave you the idea of what it's like. But also at the same time, we all kind of like fell into like kind of role playing what we were doing. Right. Like, yeah. Pretty sure. hard to <laughs> try to get everybody. In. Everybody give get it, it, get it, get it here. You need to get over here. <laughs> right. Neil, quit doing shots. Get in this picture. <laughs> you say role playing. I would prefer improv. <laughs> That's definitely role play. <laughs> yeah, it depends what you're talking uh, about. But yeah, no, I think it was I, with yeah with Red Dead, kind of the in and out of things. It wasn't ever like a, it wasn't trying to recreate that feeling of being drunk. It mm. was kind of trying to recreate that feeling of piecing together your night, right? Which was an interesting take on drinking. Kind of like day. how The Hangover is. You won't watch the hang the movie The Hangover. You don't watch the movie The Hangover and feel hungover or feel drunk. Yeah. But it portrays like the story of what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be the closest that anybody can get. And just games in general could be better at it. Or they can just keep throwing it in for fun. Like, what are yeah, you going to do? I'm yeah, not going to get mad I, yeah. that like, it's there. The fact that I stumble around and puke on a ship deck and Sea of Thieves isn't going to upset me. Right. <laughs> You're not just like, oh man, this is not. <laughs> sea of Thieves I didn't say- do drinking the way that I experience it. Fuck that. As, right. <laughs> as far as Sea of Thieves goes, I think they do the experiential drunk better than anyone has ever done it. Just Partly that- because of your character has in your, it's not just your vision that is blurred. Your I don't think they blur has, your vision very much. There's like a wavy. Oh, yeah, there's right. you get you get like motion blur when you turn your head. If you yeah. stand still, you're pretty good. But on top of being on you know a ship on a rocky ocean, your your body also has an innate kind of sway Momentum to it. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember once, like I think it was maybe it was me and Matt. It was probably me, you and Matt. I was I was drinking next to the keg, which is on the lowest level of the ship. I finally got like drunk, drunk, and then I just stood still, and there was a storm outside, and I was like, "Hey, hey, hey, guys!" And within like ten seconds, I was all the way on the third floor up, like next to the steering wheel. Okay, guys, how did I get here? Yep, yep, that happens. You're right. That's so funny. It's dangerous if you if you if you're gonna drink at Sea of Thieves, you want to stay in the bottom. Because if you go on top, you might fall right off the boat. <laughs> you very well may. That's fun. Okay, so what is... let? I think we've... This conversation got a little deeper than I thought it was going to, and I yeah. appreciate that. What is your favorite video game drinking game? Favorite video game drinking game? Like playing a game and then drinking... And then turning it into it? a drinking game. Uh, I gotta say probably... Birio Kart. Birio Kart's good. Yeah. I think you would agree with that. That was my first initial thought was yeah. Birio Kart. Although I do have a fun secondary. Uh, my runner up is making only uh playing Smash not playing Smash Brothers, but setting up a Smash Brothers game so they're all AI all and then taking bets on who's gonna win. That is I did that in college actually. That's, <laughs> That's a fun one. You just don't you just set it up and then you go, All right, I got five drinks on Pikachu and then you just watch 
If Pikachu wins, you get to hand out five drinks. That's I I was gonna say beer yo cart too. If you're looking for an alternative though, uh especially if you're an Overwatch fan and you're with a, a friend and obviously you don't have split screen, do Mystery Heroes. Mm-hmm. And uh every time you die you hand off the controller. Oh god. Every time you die <laughs> Uh, Take note, developers. When you're drinking, you just burp through your tox. <laughs> it's, it's I feel like I've run into that in games. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, uh, uh. My superhuman power. Uh, but yeah, yeah, so every time you die, you hand off the controller. But uh, while you're not playing, every time the other person gets a kill, you take a drink. Oh. Nice. Hey, um, also just real quick, I've never played the game. Uh, but Courtney said Mass Effect has a fun drinking. Yeah, it does. There's, you there's get a is, bunch of different bars in that game, too, if you yeah. like. But that's just experiential, too. Yeah. If you do it more and more, it'll open up cutscenes for you, yeah. which is cool. Different parts of the story. But there are no inherent... There's no benefits or... or, or Dumb. Like, uh, Punishments, yeah. She says that if you drink too much, you black out, and then you wake up on the ship, and everyone's like making fun of you and stuff. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh, no. Uh, there is a game that uh, my roommate and I played. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was literally a game made for drinking. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a bunch of mini games, kind of like Mario Party mini mm-hmm. games. Uh, There's got to be a good Mario Party drinking I, game. I can't, I mean, we had to have played it. I don't know if we had or not. But, uh, yeah, you just do different things. You play volleyball. You play, like, a joust kind of game. Uh there's i don't know there's a bunch of different games to it uh ones where you have to jump from platform to platform kind of thing right. and if you lose it like tells you the amount of beer you have to drink interesting so, i can't believe ah, that's funny it is a lot of fun I, i'm surprised they don't have like a drinking game simulator you know like quarters and beer pong and and, uh, and maybe they do yeah maybe it's know. out there that's what we should make it's like mario party but drinking <laughs> you play waterfall and you play beer pong <laughs> Beerio party yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> you get it done. But yeah, I think Beer Car is the quintessential kind of video game. But that's game. definitely the first one I learned. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to understand. It doesn't take like a bunch of rules. Or yeah. And, and if you're good or not, it doesn't matter because everyone's kind of at a yeah. handicap of having to drink a whole beer in <laughs> six minutes. <laughs> For sure. For sure. It's fun. Well, uh, anybody have any last uh, thoughts on drinking in games or drinking with games? Any kind of... No. No. We're 21. We did it. We have. We've done it. Everybody drink responsibly yeah. most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone, you know. I mean, you always drink. responsibly. Don't unless drive mom, or anything. Yeah. Unless your mom's there to take care of you. Then you can get drunk too much. Is there a game no, where I mean, you can dra- drive drunk? Yeah. Grand Theft Auto. Once you get in the cars, I swear it just clears right up. I don't know. I have to test it. Let's see. Isn't that how real life works? <laughs> yeah, as soon as you sit in a vehicle, you're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> you, wait, whose joke is that? Waving their keys around? Me. Is it? <laughs> it's me. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> now I feel like I have to tell yeah, it. Yeah, you have to tell it. <laughs> uh, I gotta think how it goes. I haven't told that one over there. But it's like joke. There. Oh, I say, you know how you can tell if you if someone's too drunk to drive home? When they take their keys out of your pocket, out of their pocket, they hold them. They go, "I'm driving home." <laughs> God, not, that's not how people say goodbye. <laughs> 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 it's 
It's yeah. good. <laughs> it's a good joke. Yeah, I should do it more. Don't it must be a good joke. Through. I didn't even it's attribute really it to you. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. See, he gets blunt. He gets mean. Yeah, so he's been drinking too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't drink and drive. Drink, play video games if you want. Yeah. You know, drink and drive in video games. That's if the, if it's what you need to do, at least do it like virtually. You know, and if you got a, if you got a problem, get help. If you don't Please. got a problem, party. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're sending we're sending mixed messages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. This yeah, has been our twenty first episode. Twenty one. Twenty one episodes. Who would have thought? And we haven't missed a week. We have not. Uh, we have homework for you guys. Everybody go do 21 shots. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's your 21st birthday, though. Only if it's your 21st birthday. Jeez. Um, <laughs> do you remember when that up. was a thing? 21 shots in your 20. Yeah, people oh, died yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah a bunch of kids it's, died. It's still a thing. Why is that a thing? Who's dumb enough dumb. to think that? I guess. The Tide Pod Challenge was a thing. <clears throat> Everything's going to be a thing. Yeah. Just stop asking that question. But have you ever people are Tide stupid. Pod? Delish. Delicious. <laughs> I, I like to break mine open and put it in a glass of uh, vodka. Yeah. yeah. Rim the outside with it. <laughs> we, I asked Dude, that bars were making was... Tide Pod drinks at one point. That was hilarious. I The first time, like when that was a thing and started to be reported on, we I I brought it up in like our in our group of we have a game night group with a bunch of my coworkers and one of my friends first responses was like like a suppository (laughs) (laughs) yeah people are just sticking side pods up their ass (laughs) why not you know it's (laughs) pre-lubed squishy faster into the bloodstream (laughs) (laughs) all right guys well that is definitely enough anyway Oh, yeah. Just remember, guys, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yep. And check us out Facebook, Twitter, subscribe, comment, email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. Drink and game safe, everybody. Neil, what'd you got to say? Um, Go try a, a sour beer if you've never had a sour beer. Oh, love really sour good. beers. It's good. Let's go get some sour beers. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Clinton, Neil, Toro. Let's see it. Yeah, I got to. Next remind thing. me, remind me, remind me. I will. I will. Olay! Olay! I, want to, I also want to watch Clinton play it, see how bad it is. But All right, we'll see oh, you guys. I'm going to make you play it. <laughs> oh, I want to play it a little <laughs> yeah. bit. But we'll, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>